0: Today is October 20th, the World Series starts, the Yankees are not in it. We will be discussing the end of your press conferences, going into the offseason, tying it all up, getting over it, and check in on you guys. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy Jake, recaps galore, the weekly awards. That line steaming hot takes your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for talking Yanks, talking Yanks with old drum boy, drum boy, boy and Jake, Jake. talking Yanks with
1: old drum boy, drum boy and Jake.
0: Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, thank you very much for tuning in and hanging out with us today A lot of you are still probably heartbroken, still probably avoiding baseball altogether The World Series does kick off today, Rays versus Dodgers We're not talking about that, Jake, we're just talking about the Yankees We had some press conferences, we got some uh, uh, leaks and some news and some takes and, you know we, we missed you guys, so welcome to Talking Yanks. Thank you very much. My name's Jimmy. Jake's sitting over there, bug bug dude behind the dish, and we're coming to you live from the Roosevelt Studios in the Bronx. Jake and I both showed up to the office wearing the same Roosevelt shirt today. How about that?
1: It's the afternoon. I'm on my second outfit. It's World Series time, which, you know, you guys know me. I'm probably going to be one of many today. But, yeah, still still sad times in in Yankee... Yankee World, never universe. called it that. Yankee Universe. I uh, hope you guys are doing well. You know, had to space it out a little bit. Uh, you know, if you guys are interactive on the Twitter sphere, you know that's been an ugly place for a little bit. It's getting better. We're, we've moved on. You know, a series removed a week and a half later. But uh, yeah, we had the presser where everybody spoke. Uh, maybe we'll hit. You know some of the big topics slash stuff that we've been alluding to towards the year before we kind of fully hit the road running into the off season because we haven't fully mapped it out yet. And we, uh, you know, thankfully to you guys, you know, you guys are the flagship, and we do this um, talking baseball has taken off and become a big thing for us. We are going to the World Series. We were hoping to see our Yanks there. We had a whole backup plan that was going to bring down, like, everyone, Keith, chose the whole, basically everyone tied to it. Uh, no more, uh, because the Yankees didn't make it, but we're excited to do it, and again, it all links back to you guys, so thank you. And, uh, yeah, after the World Series, you know, we'll deep dive into the, you know, I'm guessing the first decision that has to be made are what, Gardner and Britton? And then that'll lay out some of the moves. Like they both have options mm-hmm. technically. So again, we're not going to deep dive into that now. Cat yeah. will-
0: Boone, but they both said they're going to have bring him back.
1: Yeah, I think Boone's Boone's is already exercised, I believe. Uh, I can check on that. If not officially exercised, they said they're going to unofficially or officially. So Boone's back. You know that that was kind of the first pre- press conference. Hal said that. And then, uh, and then things kind of got going. Jim, are we are we just diving? You're yeah, all, you're all beautiful. Yeah, I think
0: we're just gonna talk about some stuff. Like you know, I thought there was a lot of interesting stuff that came from the press conferences.
1: How about this? That, yeah. How are you feeling? Like a week and a half removed. Obviously, less the initial pain since we talked to people. Is it? Um. I feel
0: like game two. Looms larger than it originally did, seeing how uh, the ALCS played out with the Rays and Houston. I think the Yankees were just as good. I think they're better than Houston. I think they could have beat the Rays. Yeah. They the Ray kind of made the Rays out to be this juggernaut, and the Astros took them seven games. And they look great. Their defense is amazing. I don't think the Rays' starting pitching is that good. No, and I think that the Yankees could have they they I think they fucked up game 2. I think it looms larger, so I try not to think about it. The more and more I, I you know, reflect and I I'm not really one to reflect on past seasons in that way. But I do think that if you just give Hap the ball there or Davey the ball there, yeah, that we're probably in the ALCS. And I think if the Yankees are in the ALCS, they're in the World Series.
1: Yeah. No, we uh we had a couple talks during the series and I, I think how it played out I mean hey Houston fought back Pretty crazy against Tampa But yeah I mean uh, I think You know Tampa and the Yankees Were 1A 1B The teams are obviously Put together differently um, You know Would have been interesting And yeah That game too man I mean it it, You know Stuff you can't measure too I mean just the momentum Of it was bizarre And
0: and you're not We're not doing this After the fact Like when they
1: showed Half yeah. up We were live And you were like I don't like this at all No I, it, it just got bizarre They clearly overthought it And in the press conferences, they didn't really come off of it, and, and Cashman had some decent points. Well, I think he looks scared. Yeah, Cashman came with like a, a notepad of stats. He came ready. He came with his thought process, which again wasn't his decision. But here are all the thoughts that went into it. Um, Why well, do you think? Well, you know, they, it is a collective. Group. It's a collective group. Like we we but do. They that. they keep spinning it back to kind of the old mentality. If you don't track the Yankees every day, like it is Boone's call, and it's like. No, it's not. It's Boone's call with five other voices in the room that you all look at each other and you say, "This is the right move, yeah. right, Aaron?" So yes, in a way. Yeah, Aaron and Boone. if
0: and if if no one um, heard the the press conferences, basically like Cash came ready. He was like, "Hap has made more relief outings in the in the playoffs than he has starts." But you're going back to like 2009. Yeah. Era going back so deep so it's like you know cash what are you doing And he says and Davy's a starter so we gave Davy the start um, and he was like you know defending it and then Cashman Cashman would attack the fact that everyone says the Yankees love analytics too much but the Dodgers and the Rays are the most analytically driven teams and they and the Astros most analytically driven teams that are having like great success. Why do, in Cash's words and his tone, he was like, why are we getting, like, killed for this when no, every other team is doing it works? And I think what happened specifically with game two is you used the analytics for bad. Yeah. Like, just because some analytics back it up doesn't mean the decision isn't right. Like, that was a dumb decision. Hap has been a starter. davy has been a starter. You burned both. Um, You had to go to Monty, who gave us four good innings, right. but he gave us four innings. And yeah. Now you have to use more bullpen. It changed the whole flow of the series. You know, if if, if you didn't fully um, think game two was 100% necessary, then just give Hap to start and say, give us seven innings to save our bullpen. Give yeah. us six innings no matter what happens. Even if you're ready to lose game two, the better analytic strategy would have been, Hap, go give us 100 pitches. If you give up six runs, Yeah, we're going to leave you out there because we need to save Davey and Monty and the bullpen for games Shrug. four and five.
1: Save the Hap, save the bullpen, lost that game, you got Hap, reset and get it tomorrow. And, hey, you know, after seeing what Charlie Morton's looked like in this playoffs, I mean, Tanaka had been struggling, Morton's been out of his mind, so that that ends up being more of a buzzsaw. But, yeah, they uh, – they tank,
0: d- tank is brutal you know and we love yeah. him and but his his performances were costly
1: but no them them doubling down on it hurts a little bit i mean i get that they're not going to back off but and the yankees end up losing that game 7-5 um yeah i i don't know after the yankees were on that homer streak so yeah that game too will loom large for a while and you know you hope uh it's tough cuz you hope they learned something um, and it doesn't feel that way but I don't know Tampa is well, still good it, And what's, what's <laughs> happened The Yankees do not get along Mm-mm.
0: Cash came ready to fire at him Hap's firing at them So that was one thing that they discussed You know Boone said they talked about it And you know it's his decision They also you know the Boone and Cashman Definitely came out with Boone's not a puppet Like those were the agenda one Was Boone's not a puppet Agenda two was fuck Jay Hap yeah. Our stats were good That's what it felt like now I thought the response to the Gary and the Glaber questions I did not expect them to go that route at all. I under I'm not I understand their route. Right. I'm glad they went that route. You agree with, route. agree with the route. I agree with yeah. the route. But the Yankees like BBD you and I said like for years in these end-of-season press conferences they defend their players. No. That's Gary Sanchez. He's insanely talented. blah blah. blah. Um Cashman's opening line about Gary's future was it could very well be a change. It could very well be a competition. We haven't had those conversations. And no, he didn't give the option of it could be Gary's job to lose, which we've heard a lot. And I understand, I agree with it, Gary hasn't been good since um, uh, the first First half of 2019. So it's been a while. But I didn't expect him to go straight on the hot seat. Um, and then Sherman came out with rumors that they were trying to trade Gary during the, the trade deadline, which I like Joel Sherman, but that just doesn't pass the sniff test to me at all, mm. nor does trading Gary this offseason. Um, you know, someone was saying maybe the Cubs try to offload Contreras because they're looking to ditch and there's something to be done there. That would be interesting. I don't know. But I was just shocked that the first line was it could very well be a change and then the next was it could be a competition, and then I was expecting him to drop, it could be Gary's job, and he never dropped that one. So it's little reading into, like, over-reading into quotes. But he's never done that to a player in the last couple years.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm not fantastic with the tea leaves. I I mean, I do think a lot of these press conferences are eyewash. Cashman is particular with some of his words, um, and if he wants to go on a stance, he will. For me, it's just, it's curious because, you know, Higgy had, you know, a nice backup catcher season And he's endeared himself to Garrett Cole, as we've seen from last year Um, For Gary, you know, the the value's so low right now that I don't think there is any trade value I mean, he's been, his his recent history at the plate has been really bad So, you know, it, it doesn't seem like the time to punt on him uh, and Cashman kept saying the phrase at the end of all those sentences, like, we haven't had our scout meetings yeah. yet. Like, I want to talk to our scouts, blah, 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 So, you know, there could be a follow-up thing. And I, I think he is, I think mo- most importantly and where I think we align is that he's leaving himself a lot of wiggle room, and we've seen Cash not do that often.
0: He usually, void. it was his job to lose. Yeah. Um, you know, who, who else have we had that recently? His job to lose. There was someone else.
2: And Glaber at short.
0: Which at we're short we're going to
2: talk about in a second. I just sent you the audio of the Gary thing.
0: Okay, if you Slack. Want to play it. Yeah, hit it. Baby. Yeah, I'll play it. Yeah, um, yeah. Glaber at short. I think you know he, he said it's his job to lose, or it's he's the starter, or it's going to be a competition a couple times. Yeah. Um, all right. Here is the audio of his answer on Gary.
3: How do you evaluate your catching situation right now? And would you even envision a competition between Higashioka and Sanchez if, if those are your two primary catchers going into spring training next year? Well, I think it's it's certainly a fair question, obviously, the way uh, Gary Sanchez's season, uh, you know, transpired and then the way it ended with Higashioka actually starting, uh, you know, in the postseason as many games as he did. Um, I think it's one of the discussion points we're going to have to focus on. Um, You know, obviously, this COVID season was unique. You saw a lot of um, unexpected performances throughout both leagues uh, from players that you know obviously are capable of more. Uh, We have to determine whether this was a byproduct of of unique circumstances or more reflection of, of what is you know to be expected as we move forward. So we have to have those legitimate discussions that haven't happened yet. I know Gary Sanchez is an extremely talented player. Um, you know, I know in the offensive side there was, you know, uh, you know, I guess I would describe it as, you know, I think he he swung the bat better than those numbers look. Um, you know, and uh, on the defensive side, I know he was fully committed to Tanner Swanson, and adjusting uh, to Tanner Swanson's um, you know, mechanical adjustments that would improve his uh, receiving skills, which I think did happen. Um, but ultimately, the end result was uh, the performance wasn't Gary Sanchez uh, caliber, and, and that obviously allowed Higashioka to to come in and do what he did, and, and kind of take control towards the end. So uh, we'll evaluate. You know those you know uh that particular position because we'll be forced to now as we move forward and, and so that'll be for another day and you know, i'm not here to to tell you you know uh i haven't talked i haven't even talked to aaron boone what his thoughts are yet we haven't had any meetings with our pro scouting department yet uh, we'll start to schedule them maybe as early as next week i don't know um but uh but ultimately that will be a subject that we have to discuss as well and it could could very well be a change. It could very well be a competition. Could very well be other. I, I don't know because we haven't had those conversations. But I know Gary's you know, capable of a lot. Uh, there's no question in my mind about that. But uh, I'm sure he's as disappointed in this season as, uh, as anybody. But I know he cares and he's committed. Um, and uh, he's, his career will continue, no question about it. And, and better days would be ahead for him. Uh, I truly believe that.
0: It's, that's basically as honest as I think you can get because it's exactly how I think any fan is. Yeah. Like well, the part that the part that really stuck out with me and where it's different, like they're just not blindly instilling confidence in these kids anymore. Because he said he's opened with COVID season. I was like, oh okay, he's gonna make the yeah. COVID. He's like, but then he ended with you know, is this a COVID season one-off or is this what we should be expecting from Gary Sanchez now? And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Honest, very honest reflection because we're all thinking it, but usually they don't do that. So it, it all the answers were different than the two years prior when I've been listening to how they talk and the confidence they put in players and the confidence they don't. And another guy that received a very, lack of confidence in this post-game press conference was Glaber Torres. Yeah, before
1: we get to Glaber, I want to talk about Kerry a little bit more because it's it really is going to be interesting. I mean, you know, this season and this bizarre season, which you're going to hear us reference, you know, it's 49 games this year. Uh, and we kept, you know, towards the end, we kept hoping the spark was going to be lit. Um, I don't know, man. It, it gets really interesting to me because – You know, if you get rid of Gary, uh, I I don't know who you'd bring in. It'd have to be like a trade piece, really. I don't think there's anything out there for Gary. So then it's, are you just getting rid of Higashioka, who's out of options, and he, you know, is kind of your backup catcher, and he ended up starting these playoff games? So uh, I don't know. I, I really don't have a lean. I mean, if I had to bet money, I think it's Gary and Higgy both back at spring training, and I don't really know if they could bring in another competitive option. 'Cause I mean I, Gary's out of options, Higgy's out of options, you know. Yeah. I I don't I, I would guess that
0: it's gonna be a competition where they split time. They also the DH is locked up. Yeah. Cashman said in this that they don't see Stanton playing the field anymore anytime soon. Which I thought was also like, Oh, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. For you guys as GM and coach and the flexibility you that just lost and kind of that sucks for everyone yeah. besides Stanton. He might benefit from it. But everyone else kind of like off days, rest days. Um, I was kind of surprised that he would lock – to lock that in now and not be like, you know, we hope he can get back into playing shape and all that. Uh, and you he never liked, know. He, was, Maybe, he may-
1: said he's DH. And- Maybe Cashman's putting but- pushing buttons a little bit and challenging Giancarlo to get into outfield shape. Who, that's That's the stuff that I never know. What's the – you know the the Packers drafting a quarterback in the first round this year to piss off Rodgers, and then he played great to start the year. Terrible week last week. Um, you you hope it's some of that a little bit, but also I mean, read the tea leaves. I mean, Giancarlo's been pretty hurt. We saw how good his bat can be when he's right, but it's just so weird because that's not how the DH spot gets used in the AL anymore. But a couple more injuries. Uh, I hope Giancarlo takes it as a bit of a challenge to. He to might try to take get it some. as like, oh, thank God. <laughs> He could. He could. I mean, we we say that, but that's also such not, like, a prime athlete's thought process. Like, Giancarlo Stanton says, I'm an outfielder. But if he's like, you know, I don't want to get you injured anymore. I don't think he thinks like that, you know? I don't think athletes really think like that. But I could be wrong. Yeah.
0: It was was interesting. I didn't think we were going to hear that. Yeah. And then here's the Glaber audio. See, it's only 40 seconds long.
3: Shortstop moving forward or not, we're going to evaluate all in terms of Glaber, is our shortstop moving forward or not we're going to evaluate all uh circumstances that best fit us he's currently our shortstop the answer to that question is yes i think he's uh capable of of better defense in this young early year uh, of his career not year but uh, of his career uh and uh we will again game plan discuss with all parties involved and if we feel something is uh a better way to go, then obviously we'll discuss that. But as of right now, whatever we currently have that we're controlled is what is our best option. And, uh, and if suggestions come our way from pro scouting or analytics um, or development um, or uh field manager and immediate coaching staff, then we'll evaluate those as the process. It would warrant that was
0: the most, that was the most shocking answer for me when we were watching this live. Uh, Gary, you know, it's as bad as it gets, and, and he lost the starting job. So, to say it's a competition is fine. Makes I just, sense, But, man, I thought they were going to give Glaber a little leeway here, a little, like, COVID season, a little short small sample size, a little we still think he has the talent in him to be an everyday starting shortstop, a little nudge, and not really any nudges there. He opened up with, like, we need to evaluate it, and Glaber had a bad season at short. And if something arises that we think will be better, we will definitely discuss it. I was like, "Whoa!" I fully agree. Again, I don't think Labor can play shortstop in the in the um, in MLB. Um, I I thought I felt the same way every time a routine play was hit to him. Like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" Like, make, we we would yell on the live stream, "Like, make the throw, Gley! Make the throw, play. Yeah. And that is not how you should watch routine plays. But that answer. And, and that answer, Jake, is why now everyone is just spinning with ideas of, like, that's why we're getting the trade void articles. That's why we're getting the trade Geo articles. Because everyone wants to bring DJ back, but they also want to move Glaber off of short. So then does DJ go to third? Does DJ go to first? Um, it, it's the infield cycle. is Because the only mainstays, in my mind, are void at first and Geo at third. And then how do you do it?
1: Yeah, and it's, this one is where you and I differ a little bit uh, But again, it's me not being so deep into the tea leaves I think Cashman is leaving the door open Which I think he has to do for a lot of reasons this offseason And we'll get into the money stuff at the end a little bit Glaber was not good at shortstop this year And you know, short sample, injuries, blah 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 He does say in there, you know, he's young, he's talented He's our shortstop as of now And you know, the way you say that could be Yeah, that could be changing very soon Um, I mean, and and yeah, man, I mean, plays in the hole, you know, almost seemed like a wash Uh, Turning double plays this whole year was bizarre Like, I I think that's also one of, like, if there's any weakness of DJ's defense It might be turning double plays, just because, I don't know The common second baseman that turns double plays is 5'10 and twist it DJ's a little longer, he's kind of got some limbs on him Uh, And I don't know, you know, we felt the impact of that with Gio Urshela, blah 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 uh, I'm interested to see. Uh, I'm I'm flip a coin on it, which again, great take, Jake. I think they're unfortunately going to let things outside of baseball dictate what happens. If I think, if, what are you
0: flipping a coin on?
1: I think if Cashman gets a thumbs up to bring back DJ LeMahieu, I think Glaber Torres is the starting shortstop. I agree. Uh, if he doesn't get the thumbs up to bring back DJ LeMahieu, I think that opens up options. I I think. You know, If if
0: DJ's not coming back, I think Glaber goes to short I think the only way Glaber stays at shortstop is if DJ comes back
1: Yeah, which I, I think there's a good chance of um, But a, And I guess that's why I'm saying it's 50-50 Because I'm 50-50 on DJ I just don't know what, if Cashman's going to get that Caesar thumb or not from the Steinburners Because we've hinted at their money stuff all year And we just don't know uh, we just don't know. We've told you guys a little bit. The COVID, Seinburners got hit the most because their only business is the Yankees, blah, blah, blah. And Hal came
0: out, and in Hal's, <laughs> yeah. in Hal's press conference, the, one of the first things he said was, like, we were hit worse than any other team in MLB, which is what we've been saying that we heard. And some people were saying, like, they don't know anything. And they're like, well, Hal said it, so eat shit. Yeah. We got sources over here on Talking Yanks.
1: Eat two bugs um, about it.
0: But, no, when the owner makes it a point in his press conference to say, we lost the most money out of any team in MLB. <laughs> like someone, I, I showed that to someone and they were like, well, he didn't say they weren't going to spend. And I'm like, well, you don't <laughs> yeah. you don't tell your kids you have zero money and then buy them a, you know, yeah. the best dollhouse in Toys R Us. Yeah,
1: I think I, I was going, you know, some somebody lost their job and lost all their investments. You don't go buy a new house. Like, you know, it's... I don't know, man. It's 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 going to be interesting to see. And yet again, they are the Yankees. They are the Steinburners. I think they do want to get under the threshold. I think there, there's been some hints at that. And I saw people doing some turkey math on the internet. Um, and it kind of makes sense, right? If they didn't make any money and if you're not going to spend, you might as well reset it so you can kind of go. And, again, it ties into this whole... Weird thing about you know this is supposed to be the Yankees window and some bad things have happened and now with COVID has it changed everything and whoa starts getting heavy on you. I'm interested to see, um, you know, does do the Steinburners tell them you get to pick one of DJ and Tanaka? Do the Steinburners say you know you get DJ, that's it, figure out the rest? What are the rules? Is it neither? Is it none? Um, and that's where things get funky. But I I still. I do believe they care about Glaber a little bit to the point of, like, say, you know, we've we've alluded to, you know, a smaller free agent, a Jose Iglesias, who who hit for the Orioles this year. You know, do you give him shortstop and Tyler Wade's involved? Do you tell him he's competing over there? And then is have you now kind of made Glaber shot because he's lost the starting shortstop job to uh, Iglesias and Wade? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts. Uh, I'm interested to see because uh, for me it just ties into the Yankees' plans, and I have no idea. Um, you know, say, say Steinbrenner says, you know, you've got 15 million to, to spend on an infielder, and they miss out on DJ. Would that b- bring someone like Didi back into play? Someone we're familiar with, someone that thrives yeah. with a short porch. And then you know, you. I guess can, I think
0: they just give like a blanket budget. We got 20 million this year. Spend it however you think's best.
1: You'd you'd assume so, and I think twenty million, the people that were calculating the math online, it's around twenty million after arbitration, and you do a couple, you know, the moves that are going to happen. So again, think think about that people. You want, you know, everyone asking for Trevor Bauer, asking for LeMayhew. That (laughs) twenty million might not be the number. So that's where things get a little scary. Uh Coming into this offseason, did
0: you read uh, Sherman's idea of the DJ negotiations? Mm -mm.
1: They're a little. What's going on with Joel? He's having fun. Okay. So we like it.
0: Are we worried? I, I like it, but like people, like he wrote a very speculative piece. You know, like this is what I w- this is what I think may happen, right? And then all People the take that as- all of the responses that I saw were like this is speculative bullshit, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, like he he didn't present <laughs> it at anything else.
1: <laughs> That's what he's going for. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to find it because um, I thought it was interesting. I just thought it was interesting enough to talk about. Um, not that like he. He nailed it. And before it's he, way, so he's going for a way sour tone than even we are. Ooh, love that! Like he's like really on the Yankees have zero money. Don't expect anything. And everyone that kind of is closer to people is saying that. So and yeah, like don't be shocked with that.
1: Uh, I guess, but if on your way for hunting for that, do you think like Gio or Voit have any legs to be traded? I don't.
0: I don't think you can do that.
1: Okay. I mean, they're cheap. They're good. And that's what people are saying in their trade articles, but I I just don't think you can.
0: All right. I think it... Uh... Joel Sherman speculates the Yankees will offer a qualifying offer to DJ. If he rejects it, they will offer lower than his value deal. I don't know where
1: that lands at. I think the qualifying offer this year is right around 18 no. A year? Yeah For one year So they
0: just offer him a one year deal?
1: Well the qualifying offer is with the pick attached Yeah So I think what Sherman's saying is They'll they'll offer him the qualifying DJ probably turns it down because he's been really good And then the Yankees would come back and offer for like Three years, 15 a year or something Yeah so it's Okay, so
0: his full thing is my suspicion is the Yankees will make the qualifying offer, see if Lemayhu accepts or almost certainly rejects, then make a lower-than-his-value offer, say, three years, $48 million. $16 million per year. Um, and then they say, one, take this. Two, shop the market and see if anyone in this depressed environment will top that. And these are Sherman's words, not mine, just remember. Or three, while you are shopping – we will also be shopping, and if we use the money that we have allotted towards you before you accept, you're out of our plans, so if you truly want to be here, I wouldn't shop for too long. Yeah. I don't like that third option, because that's, that's how you would lose me, right. and I think that's how they lost DD. I know that the DD negotiations, when they were trying to, we know, the DD negotiations- DD negotiations when Hicks was getting an extension and Severino was getting an extension and Didi said, where's my extension? And they weren't even close and they kind of played hardball. And Didi said, Labor I is on the way. Labor is on the way. Didi and, doesn't
1: even get a qualifying offer at the end of it either. And Didi said, fuck
0: you guys. Yeah. I'm out of here. And, he you know. And I'll say the only. We heard some uh, hub hub that like, you know, the end of the year, DD really wasn't. Leader Didi On the plane And the clubhouse and the bus He kind of had like Mentally been like
1: I'm out of here And I would use that As the counter though I mean DJ's still Been very invested He's been saying You know he yeah. wants To be in New York So that would be The other side Of the coin there And something similar To the Didi situation Is that I do think DJ LeMahieu Le- Le Is more valuable With the Yankees um, He That short Stadium. That yeah. short porch Plays for him uh, Drew Creaseman, uh Who does uh, Colorado Rockies stuff he, it was a little bit of a salty Rockies-Yankees article. Like, you guys are the Yankees and we hate you a little bit. But there's some good notes in there. And, like, a lot of LeMay home runs wouldn't be home runs at a lot of places. So there's a little bit of his hitting value is provided by the stadium, which, I mean, passes the eye test easily. And I think it passes the analytics pretty good. So uh, I'll be interested to see. I, I wouldn't doubt Sherman's too wrong there. because I mean, the
0: protection with Judge behind him is pretty nice, too.
1: We've, you know... And we did this The, the episode Ploof jumped in And he got slaughtered By everyone The thing that People do miss Is you get paid For what Teams expect you to do DJ's not getting paid For the last two years Um He's gonna get a pay bump Because of the last two years Because teams are gonna Expect him to do that But He's 32 Or he's going to be 32 Um You know DJ's not exactly In the perfect bracket To get a massive payday So You know Don't there is a world where three for 48 works And maybe that is the DJ number Maybe it is really off I mean, maybe he gets four for 20 um, With all the COVID stuff, I don't really know uh, But yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's scary times in Yankee lands Because guess what, if DJ does come back I mean, that's it Like, that's it <laughs> Like, hopefully cash can wiggle for a couple Unless relievers some but. trades
0: But the Yankees don't have a lot of They don't have a lot to trade they have Voit and Geo, and we don't want them to trade them.
1: Yeah. Who else can be traded besides Young Guns? And there's a couple. You could you could dump Otto. We we've been talking about dump. that, but I don't know how you many teams would sicko be into that. Chapman thing yeah, that like isn't again. Can't I, plan on that I'm throwing though. it out as a hail mary. I think there's a a five ten percent chance. And Cashman said some nice words about Chapman, but. You know, I, I'm just saying, Ch- and Chapman has a partial no-trade cause or something like that. I I think Chapman wants to play in a big market. Chapman doesn't just get traded to the Pirates. Sorry, Pirates fans who are listening. Auntie Ray and Uncle Rick, love you guys. I owe you guys a phone call. Um, you know, and my thing that I've been building up, say the Dodgers lose this World Series and it's the bullpen, you know, Dodgers have some cash, blah, blah, blah. If Cashman can Cashman is going to try to shuffle some money this offseason. I don't know who, I don't know how. Chapman jumps out in my head. Um, and Britain is the one, you know, Reed in the chat just brought up Britain Britton's got an option that I think is 13 mil. He's been so good. We're assuming the Yankees are going to pick that up. If the cash stuff is really nasty. <laughs> Get, get ready for Yankee fans to get real We're loud. also <laughs> assuming
0: that with Gardner They're going to deny the option Then offer him like a $3 million deal Or something like that um, They have so much injuries in the outfield And Hicks didn't look fantastic in center field
1: Yeah And again there's not Gardner
0: know. looked better at center field than Hicks Yeah Hicks Defen- had- Defensively I'm talking about Hicks had a
1: great Not great Hicks had a good year at the plate he Finished
0: really strong Finished yeah. strong but he, I mean, he looked off defensively too. Yeah. A lot of time off, coming off Tommy John. So there's a lot of that. Like, there he did have that one fingers. throw, but um, a
1: lot of, like, bad route running. And hey, be- did- I think what people don't appreciate about Guardy and I kind of went on this rant last year, is like, you know, there's backup center field options, go check out free agency. Go check out wherever you want. They don't just grow on trees, man. So that's where if the Yankees and Gardner, who are very close, we saw his agent at winter meetings last year, and they were figuring out the Cole deal And he was just like, yeah, they're figuring out the numbers And then we're, you know, Brett will sign <laughs> And it's like, oh, so that's how this works So, you know, if if Brett and the Yankees If the Yankees want Brett back Brett wants to be back with the Yankees They'll agree on a number The Yankees have kind of taken care of an older Brett Gardner The past couple of years um, So don't be shocked if that happens And, I mean, don't be shocked if Brett Gardner's a Yankee That's kind of... That's always the going away speech. Talkman, Flip Talkman. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I mean, do you cut Talkman? I, Clint, I, I don't want them to trade Clint. But if they,
0: Clint, Gio, Void, those are the three pieces of value that they can actually get a return for right now. I don't want them to trade any of them. Yeah. But if if the only way they can get more bullpen arms or or or, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Those are the options, but I don't think they will. I don't know. It might be just a very good thing. Some of the other season. prospects,
1: but the money doesn't tie in there, so maybe it's a prospect with Otto or something, and you start doing a dance like that. But, yeah, this, uh, this offseason is going to be gonna be wild, man. It's it's not going to be your Yankees. It's, it's not going to be, you know, everyone's clamoring for Bauer and Real Muto. I, I think their hat's not going to be in, and don't be surprised if uh, – or actually – Not even don't be surprised You will hear this soon Um, I don't know which free agent or which agent will say it But all the teams are going to point to COVID And all the free agents are going to be complaining about this And then they will complain that the Yankees aren't in on anyone Because we heard that at last winter meetings That like, oh, if the Yankees are in on a guy That drives up the market Or Mm. if the Yankees have money in free agency And the Yankees I don't think are yeah, so look for John Heyman. That will say, be out.
0: John Heyman say the Yankees are in on a bunch of guys to get a Boris client more money. Yeah. I mean, didn't the Yankees outbid against no one for Cole?
1: We heard that. We heard we heard the Angels were in and the but Yankees it was like, went a little further. It was
0: like 80 million less or something yeah. like that. And like uh, less year and hundred million yet less or something like that. I don't
2: know. You'll hear you'll hear about the Yankees being in on some guy when it's like they had a conversation. Like technically, they talked about a guy.
1: I I wouldn't be surprised. So I think it's DJ and nothing else. Cashman getting creative with trades, or you know, I think they could go with the cheap veteran options and bringing in like a Jason Kipnis, and bringing in guys like that. But I I don't know. I would have to fully dive into that market, and I I don't know what that looks like yet.
0: So the dot is reported that the Dodgers and the Angels didn't. Didn't their offers didn't um, even get to three hundred million? They're at two eighty, and the Yankees went three twenty four, and that was Boris driving up the price, saying. What was it? We were at winter meetings, and there was one night where everyone was like, "It's done. The Yankees have the highest offer. It's done." And then the next morning, everyone was like, "Oh, someone came in. Everyone, someone came in," and then it took the whole day, and the Yankees bid again. Even
1: though they already had
0: the yeah. top bid,
1: that's the scuttlebutt. At least I think, again, same story. Like they were at three
0: hundred, and Boris got him to three twenty-four th- with I think no we, competition.
1: I think we like heard maybe in the afternoon, and then it was kind of weird. Everyone at night was like, "Yeah, you know, I heard that." And the fact that it's not done is yeah. that something. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. That's none of that is
0: official. That's just hearsay and bad memories or whatever. But
2: yeah. Uh, before you guys move on to something else, I don't know if you're planning to touch on this. You well, like- before
0: that, it's week six of football is in the books. Mm. And now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week seven. There's no G-men better place. Got to
1: win. Talking Giants. Talking
0: Giants. If you're
1: a Giants fan,
0: if you're a Giants fan, we have a we have a Talking Giants show on the 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 uh, network that they do a phenomenal job. Bobby and Justin. Uh, well, there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Tad did the excitement of Week 7. DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. On top of that great sign-up offer, DraftKings offers great odds, boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain. Don't worry, football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all you basketball fans 200% profit boost on any basketball market once you sign up. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top rated DraftKings Sports. I'm trying to get into podcast voice and I can't mm. even like, transition. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And use promo code John Boy when you sign up and get up to $1,000. I can't do it. Yeah, That's code John Boy to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older. New Jersey only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match. Each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times play-through. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. BBD, mm-hmm. what were you going to say? Should we
2: detail what the Britain option situation is? Yeah, it's confusing, it's confusing.
0: Yes Do you uh,
2: have I b- it? I
1: think I have it Wow DVD, I you have the numbers in front of me if you want so to run I believe the Yankees have the team option for this year For $13 million?
2: So the Yankees have an option for the next two years That they have like the, in the next couple weeks to I thought Britain had the option next year no, so it's the Yankees have to decide if they want to add two years for twenty-seven million total. If okay. they decline that, Britain has an opt out for this year, or he can opt in for the same thirteen million he would get on the Yankees. Okay,
1: interesting. Oh, gosh, I still don't fully get it. Yeah, I um, it. yeah, we'll see. It's um, the bullpen's weird, man, and this is uh, the Yankees may turn into. A little bit of a case study on teams not investing on bullpens (laughs) Uh, Because now with Adovino being a zero for them It's a uniform joke Uh, And Chapman, you know, Chapman's still really good Small sample size The last two Yankees playoffs have ended with him giving up a home run Getting big money And Britain. You know that uh that kind of hamstrings you in the pen. Where look, if you look at the Atlanta Braves, who just made a really nice run with their bullpen, they've got a bunch of four or five million guys at the pen, which kind of makes sense because if you lose one guy, you still got three other guys you like. Instead of the Yankees, you know, being pretty hamstrung in the pen by the end of this year.
0: Yeah, I well, very interesting.
1: Someone said trade
0: for Stal uh, Stomont and. Um, sure. What's the what's uh what's the little... singer? No, 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 no. no. The th- second baseman.
1: Oh, Merrifield,
0: Merrifield, Whit Merrifield, and Whit Merrifield. Down uh, it gets you bullpen help and it gets you an infielder.
1: Done, done. Perfect. Yeah, done. Is Clint on the way over? Because that's probably what you're giving up. I mean, at that point, it
0: might be fine. Yeah, I mean, that might actually like solve some problems. I don't want to lose Clint, but yeah, um, if that's all it takes, I don't think I think it would take more than
1: that. But Man, uh, if that's how this—that would suck, man. If that's how this whole Clint thing ends, with him, like, revolutionizing himself this year on and off the field, and the Yankees turn him into, like, a salary dump with Otto and into two cheaper players—
0: the Royals get Gosh. The Royals get Otto in
1: Kansas City. And no.
0: K- Royals get Otto and Clint oh, stop. and stop. Andrew Har stop. Um, I have Andrew. something troubling that I want to share. Let's talk about it. And no one's going to like yeah. and it's not worth saying. Sure. And this is just dumb. Okay. The Martian's too big. I'm losing all faith that okay. he'll ever be an MLB player.
1: I understand what you're saying. You're missing one key point He looks Jim. He looks like the he's. kid that is an awesome uh,
0: fat running back on your high school team Ooh. But no college recruits him because they're like Nah you're just like bullying younger kids Like He's too big He's like 5'8", 200 pounds Jim. of pure muscle Jim. 17 years old Jim. He needs to slim down Jim. yeah. Then that's like that comes from a place of no authority Jim. No knowledge No smarts games. So I don't stand by this But I, I think it
1: He's a Martian
0: <laughs> <laughs> You bring up fair points <laughs> He's really big he, He's like way the, too big the, for the video that just came out Like he's
1: huge Look at him Like oh my god That kid's not gonna project if, well If he was 27 years old We'd be like Oh man when he's 34 He's gonna be thick He's He's, he's really big He's a freak uh, let's just. When I found out he was have like, have to operate under the assumption he's
0: an alien. When I found out he was like five nine, I yeah.
1: kind of was like, oh wait.
0: If you want to be five nine, you got to be Mookie Betts slender. That, he
1: needs that Lionel Messi uh, growth stuff. He needs to get two more inches. I mean, we're
0: currently looking at Billy Butler with a little bit more muscle. Oh, sexier.
1: Let's let him finish puberty. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's fair. That's fair. Me or him? Me or him? Yeah, none of this matters I will yeah. take back this take in two yeah. seconds I just don't get that excited Could I get...
1: be a hot in the streets take in five years Like you could have been on it Mark this down in yeah, the notes Yeah, you could have been first Okay,
3: Martian, uh,
1: Martian's too big I see Jenna in the chat asking about Andujar I could see him in a trade But again, the value's not there But it's really weird when you start thinking about the Yankees Like he doesn't have a fit right now Go go find he a, play a position. You find
0: an NL team that hasn't like um gotten a DH, gotten yet. A DH yet. They the haven't Mets. projected a DH.
1: Anduhar is the perfect fucking bat. Can hit, can't field. Where are yeah. the Mets? Yeah. Um and then I guess the only thing we really haven't touched on starting pitching, we mentioned Tanaka again, flip the coin. You know, what does Tanaka want to do with his life? We saw he was on a sushi and sex date with the Coles. That looked fun. Um Would have liked to throw my hat in the mix
0: there. One more trip around the American restaurants.
1: Yeah. Uh, No, don't say that, Jake. No, don't say that, Jake. That was you. Um, Who said it? We'll see on Tank. Again, like, not optimistic. There is a world where it happens. Um, And I'd like to think the Yankees are going to bring in one veteran arm, however they do it. But I think it's this weird – I've had this conversation with a few people online. The Yankees, you know, they were the baby bombers – This is their window. Let's go out and get it. And now it's almost like is there kind of going to be a turning of the page? Like is the new – is it like Davey, Clark, like we're kind of on to a new batch? I don't know.
0: Clark's going to – Clark's not going to be in the bigs next year for a while. I think so. I think Cashman likes having his guys pitching AAA. Right. And uh, I think – we forgot about that, and we thought saw the hype. I think they're going to want him to go at least get two months' worth of AAA pitching.
1: How much did Davey get in AAA? I know it was a weird year, but... Yeah, weird year, and do you count, like,
0: the camp at all?
1: I yeah. Because, I mean, you know, Clark was in the camp, too. I don't know. Again, it, it turns into... I see Clark Schmidt coming in as the seventh starter next year. Same, which gives him some time in AAA. In theory. Yeah. <laughs>
2: But assuming no injuries and stuff, I think we expect, like, he's going to start the year in AAA. People will be kind of mad. Like, Davey, at least he got that month at the end of 2019 in AAA, month-ish. Yeah. And the camp last year came up was good as a starter.
0: 11 games in AAA for Davey. 40 was he innings. starting or relieving? Six Six starts, starts five relief appearances
1: she came wish wish they started hap and then he came out of the bullpen if I'm being completely honest in that game too yeah. yeah have them start all their righties and have hap start and then after he goes through one time bring in the guy with electric stuff to face the righties hap or they can burn their fucking bench <laughs> hap oh. hap nor davy are good enough nor have the pedigree <sighs>
0: For the Rays to play their game, yeah, like the Rays spit on us that like, game. <laughs> like, oh, you're starting a lefty. Shit, we should put our righties in. Oh, it's Hap. They oh, who cares? Care. We'll just put yeah. our best hitters
1: in. Oh, they can, we can hit him.
0: Oh, you're starting a righty. Oh shit, we should put all our lefties in. Oh, it's just the rookie Davy making his first ever start. Oh, we don't care. We'll just put our best hitters in. They don't. Ca- they didn't. Neither of those. Neither yeah. of those made them flinch. And the Yankees were depending on them flinching. Yeah. Dumb Dumb Alright we're out Thank you guys very much for hanging out with us We hope that you are recovering And doing well And if you like baseball enjoy the rest of the league Enjoy the World Series If you're still too hurt to watch Enjoy whatever you like doing We'll see you next time Go Yanks mm. Telegrams. them Go Yankees
1: Go Yankees